Hello, my name is Richard Zalewski, and I'm here with Carl Lander from Proofpoint, and this is part one of our podcast covering transformation endpoint data security with people-centric protection. Today, we're going to be talking about insider threats, most notably credential theft, identity theft within a corporation. The way attackers approach attacking corporations these days is attacking the people. It's been like that for a while. It's just progressing to really encompass a lot of the third party pieces of technology that people are bringing in, like their phones and other devices like USB sticks and uh, things of that nature, which really put the endpoint of what threats are inside the perimeter. The perimeter is gone. So what we're facing now is trying to isolate this and really get a handle on what's going on inside the corporation and making sure that the person who's actually working with the technology and the databases and the data is actually the person who should be working with the technology, the databases and the data and making sure that they are who they are. And that's where Proofpoint comes in. They can actually go in, monitor things and make sure that the people who are working with the technologies and the data and the data sets are the actual people working on what they should be working on because one of the biggest issues that has been going on for a long time has been the insider threat but as i just stated the big threat from the inside is people are the weakest link in the security chain you could have all the technology you want around them but if people continue clicking on things and doing things that they may not know better when they're doing it then we have an issue so we're talking about identity abuse so these days when attackers are going in that's the key aspect of what they're trying to do and this is all caused by the way the workforce has changed over the number of years especially through the pandemic people are working from home more people are really connected much more from outside the corporation going in and that causes a lot of issues going forward for a lot of corporations so uh carl Looking forward to talking to you about this and uh, off to you. Absolutely. Thanks, Rich. I, th- I think you've summed it up very well there that attackers, external attackers that we're used to, cyber criminals, they no longer um, seek to, well, they still do exploit software vulnerabilities, but they find a much easier route into organizations, and that's just a login. Our employees have usernames, credentials, and associated identity with that. We need to be in a position where we can identify if that combination, that identity, that account is being misused by an external attacker, or maybe it's an employee who's made an honest mistake and overshared a piece of data. Because as we know, certainly the last three years, really, Work has changed, and I think it's going to continue to be the way it is for some time now. Uh, workforces are remote. You know, you and I are speaking to each other now in, in, in different countries, different continents. They're very dispersed around the globe. In addition, the amount of data that any given organization generates is vast and will continue to expand, and lots of that is is sensitive. So we've got remote teams, we've got individuals all accessing this data. As you've said, the perimeter is dissolved, the traditional perimeter. The actual employees have got access to all of this sensitive information through email, the endpoint that you've mentioned, and, and now cloud as well. 
as many businesses start to become cloud first. And if you're trying to set up a security program, a data security program that looks at all those channels, there might be inconsistencies around how you handle certain file sharings. Uh, there might be misconfigurations in your underlying systems. And that gives opportunity to present a threat, whether an external attacker or that employee that might have some uh, malicious uh, intent. And you've touched on it as well in your introduction. Employees are using their own devices to access work-related uh, architectures. Uh, we did a, a survey, 2023 State of the Fish Report. 72% of respondents say they use one or more of their personal devices for work. Now, you can secure those devices or at least know how they're interacting with data, but you, you, you need to be aware of that and, and, and know about it. And that goes beyond just the, the BYOD, bring your own device problem that we've probably all been facing for the last 10 years. So now the question is, how do you develop a people-centric security? Now we know that external attackers wishing to log in as your own employees. Your own employees have access to that data. You've got so much data flowing in and out of your enterprise um, using lots of cloud-native architectures. You can have that data, as I said, moving in and out, but it also resides within your environments as well. So you, you've really got to be able to understand what data is critical, uh, the workflow of the data, and then to identify any, any weird stuff happening, any anomalies. So that's where Proofwin comes in. We have a platform, an information protection platform called Sigma, and that encompasses an endpoint a data loss prevention tool, DLP, and insider threat management, ITM. And we have a people-centric approach. Endpoint DLP protects against data loss by the everyday user. It looks at files, it looks at data. Proofpoint ITM, the insider threat management, also looks at files and data, which is embellishes it with behavior and threat context. So we can look at risky users because we, we really have visibility into their, their activity, their specific actions with even file renames they're trying to disguise um, a medical document as holiday pictures we can we can see that happening and record that so we've got this information protection platform called sigma it is shipped with preset policies so it makes um, immediate return on investment of it uh, very obvious you can see what's happening straight away upon deployment we can have the analysts triage alerts and understand the priority of those, and we can rank those with different severities. It can be used as a threat hunting tool, because when you're looking at the insider threat versus the traditional you know, ransomware, phishing, spam type of threat intelligence malware approach, we need to sort of look inwards and capture visibility on the, the employees and the actions they're doing. So we might wish to proactively hunt for what actions our own users are doing and all this is captured in a, a centralized console good thing about proofpoint is that we can do this the dlp for everyday users and itm for the riskiest users as, as in a single endpoint agent very lightweight it doesn't really impact the performance of the of the endpoint machines and we find that this is a really smart way to do things because you can have the 
the agent deployed across your employee base of everyday users interacting with data as they normally do. Um, but then if you have a, a group of users, uh, maybe it's um, a particular scenario that you're worried about people leaving your organization and taking data with them. So you can you can flip the agent then to operate into insider threat management mode. It talks to the problem that you uh, mentioned at the start, and I also did, around the workforce has changed. People are leaving organizations. We, we, we ran a survey and around one in four people have been at their employer for less than two years. So there's lots of churn in the employee base uh, and, and those folks can leave the organization and take data with them because they feel they have a right to it. Whether they worked on a project, they put a lot of brain power into generating this data and they feel it's theirs to whether progress their career or what have you. Obviously, it breaches uh, policies. Uh, you can't take that data with you. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to your employer. But malicious employees, malicious insiders try to take that with them. So it's very important to notice when they are accessing particular data sets, especially when there's a trigger. In this case, it would be perhaps that person's handed in their notice and, and working out their notice period. So we've got this lightweight agent that you can sort of switch modes and you can point it at uh, risky users as you see fit. This is quite powerful because it then gives you that context and insight. Let's take the example of the, the lever, the person who's departing the organization. You can take a more proactive approach. You might uh, realize that they are sending files, sending data to an unsanctioned USB device. Now we might want to see what else they were doing beforehand. So we can perhaps see any alerts that might be generated from their browser activity. We might have noticed that they're downloading um, a new tool onto their corporate machine. Maybe what a lot of files or, or something like that to join uh, FTP files out of the organization, or maybe an encryption tool to try and hide their activities. But the, the key thing is that you can be see that within a side of threat management tool and you can begin to build up a evidential picture of the user's intent and excuse the pun there because we do actually take screenshots as well of that activity so you can then bring in the necessary teams and work with the hr the legal teams as necessary should this happen now as i mentioned we've got two primary aspects of sigma dlp data loss prevention and then itm endpoint DLP can see when users move files, manipulate files, and it documents when they move uh, sensitive data around and in and out of the organization. Uh, ITM, the Insider Threat Management, gives you a much clearer view, a more precise view. That oftentimes, so-called legacy DLP misses because legacy DLP was born out of data centers around trying to understand what the average user might do across all of the users in an organization, the users being the employees. ITM is very much designed to help with looking at the, the risky users. You've now got an understanding, hopefully, that we can have these two approaches, data loss prevention, ITM, and we can also factor in the compromised user. So 
External attackers try to get hold of the credentials of an employee so they can move around the organization and it looks like a genuine employee. If an attacker, an external attacker, has compromised a user and behaves like that user, they will just do a good day's work. <laughs> but what we're trying to do is identify anomalies. So if they start to connect to database servers or access files that they haven't done before, then we might want to be able to set up a better defense for that. So you can maybe challenge that user. By challenge, I mean um, pop up a, a dialog box to ask them to justify their, their behavior. So you can have that logged. You might wish to see how they authenticated themselves. Where did they log in from? And bring that into a central console. So you can then identify ah, this person is compromised. The legitimate user clicked on a phishing link a few days before, gave up their credentials, and now we can see their credentials being abused. So I've mentioned how you can have sort of user interaction in all of this. You can have a pop-up box challenge the user's behavior. This helps with user education. You can then have the user think twice before performing an action. That might have a person with malicious intent to steal data sort of back out from that action and realize that they shouldn't do this and it's not a good idea and it will breach their organization's policies. And then for a careless user, one who has maybe good intents to just work at the weekend, but they don't have security in mind, they're maybe sending files over plain text email, we'd rather have them do that more securely. So that's your opportunity to pop up, advise the user that uh, we know what they're doing and perhaps guide them towards a better way to do it. Further, once we've collected all this telemetry, Proofpoint can then send that intelligence through to your favorite seam or other tool to ingest those logs and um, be able to do that more proactive approach to insider threat and ultimately incident investigations. Because you're able to search for that risky behavior, correlate all of the actions and the before actions, the after actions of a particular incident. So you're not just stuck in a reactive approach where you can see that the data has been stolen. Instead, you can begin to gain contextualized insights, which can be mighty, mighty powerful. Thank you, Carl. This wraps up episode one. Join us for episode two, where Carl and I will be talking about the threat landscape and a Proofpoint's offering to help protect against it. Do take a look at Proofpoint.com where you'll find an ebook called Getting Started with Data Loss Prevention and Insider Threat Management. It provides a series of steps that will help you make your organization's data more secure.